It's now official. The non-existent SABC board has formally been dissolved. This was the first recommendation in the SABC inquiry report that was brought before the National Assembly for final approval. Presenting the report was Edo Committee Chairperson Vincent Smith. He defended the committee's decision to have continued with the inquiry even after the last board member Mbulaini Makube resigned. Speaker, the SABC board was dysfunctional and incorrect at the time that the ad hoc committee commenced its work. In reporting back to this House, we recommend that the National Assembly formally dissolve the SABC board, including the three board three executive board members. Smith told the House that the SABC remains an important national asset that needs the right people to steer it. The report recommends that contracts with its competitors should be reviewed. The services expected of the SABC are at the very center of our constitutional democracy. And as a public broadcaster, the SABC is the supreme vehicle through which the very important provisions as enshrined in our Bill of Rights must become reality, enjoyed and experienced by all South Africans. It is recommended by the Adhoc Committee that any SABC contract that seeks to do business with its competitors must be reviewed. Speaker, the SABC has a footprint that covers every corner of the country and is accessible to South Africans from every walk of life, the majority of whom are the working class and the lower income groups, including pensioners and the aged, both black and white. With this as a background, we raise serious concerns around the fact that the 24-hour news channel and the ENCO channel are only available on pay TV. This has the effect of excluding many South Africans on the basis of affordability. The SABC is a national asset and also a national key point, and therefore must at all times be managed by competent and appropriately skilled women and men who are adequately vetted in order to mitigate against obvious state security exposure. All political parties participated in the debate. There were various calls for Communications Minister Faith Mutambi to take the fall for all the problems that have plagued the SABC. DAMP Mike Waters called on the President to fire Mutambi. Waters says Mutambi and former SABC COO Saudi Mutsuening were at the center of the decline of the SABC, saying they abused their power. Both the minister and Mr. Mushadi believed that the SABC was their own fiefdom to do as they pleased to further a broader political agenda. Their reign of terror was aided and abetted by some, but not all, the members of the board, the company secretary, and by the majority of MPs serving on the Communications Portfolio Committee. I am proud to state that DA MPs did everything in their power to expose the minister's blatant abuse of power. In addition, she committed perjury by giving the committee false evidence while under oath. This, Madam Speaker, is of such serious nature that criminal charges must be brought against the minister. The EFF did not only call on President Zuma to fire Mutambi, but also called for criminal charges to be laid against corrupt individuals in the SABC. It recommends 
that the crim that criminal prosecutions of, of, of corrupt individuals in the entity and most importantly the recommendation to the president to fire the incompetent minister who is not here today. Naren Singh from the IFP and Nsantla Kubisa from the NFP also gave reasons why Mutambi should be fired. Evidence before the committee and as stated in our report will show that the current Minister of Communications has not fulfilled her mandate as required by the Act. In certain instances it seems that she has gone way beyond what was required of her and exerted undue pressure on the board and management to take decisions which one cannot be proud of. It is for this reason, amongst others, that as the IFP, supported by all the members, our report recommends that the President seriously consider removing the current minister from this portfolio. South Africans have the right to unbiased information and the SAPC has primary responsibility to effect to this right, but could not happen if the SAPC were to be governed in terms of unacceptable corporate practices, guided by a minister who Honourable, understands Honourable what is required. Time is Therefore, required. the NFP agrees with the report that this minister must consider, must resign, and the new incumbent must come in. Thank you. The Freedom Front Plus's Anton Alberts told the House that the FF Plus is in the process of holding Mutsuneng personally liable for the 9010 local content policy. We are in a process of requesting the company's commission to investigate Claudia Mutsuneng's decision to increase the local content quotas before using all of the content acquired from foreign suppliers. This would have been paid in US dollars and will result in huge amounts to be written off by the SABC. We are asking the company's commission to hold Mr. Mutsuneng personally liable for this in terms of the Companies Act. The ACDP Steve Swart and Lula Manchaisa from the African Independent Congress, as well as Deidre Kata from COPE, highlighted their concerns and the corrective measures that should be taken at the public broadcaster. We also from the ACDP side spent a lot of time going through the Auditor General's management letter and whilst it is very clear that the SABC is not technically insolvent, its assets exceed its liabilities, there are serious concerns about its cash flow challenges, given the significant deterioration in its cash reserves. We widely support this report's recommendation that an urgent interim board be constituted. This should herald a new dispensation in the area of broadcasting where corporate governance, ethics and integrity defines the order of the day. Board members should demonstrate independence, good governance and to serve the public in a way that is expected and safeguard the ethos of broadcasting. The SABC report sets out a sorry saga, a saga that is symptomatic of all that has gone wrong with the governance of our state under the once proud liberation movement. Nonetheless, the Congress of the People would like to thank the multi-party ad hoc committee for a sterling job done. The African People's Convention leader Temba Godi, Andris Loyama from Ahang and Lutando Mbinda from the PAC all welcomed the report. As PAC we have also noted the negative attitude of some of the political editors within SAPC. It is our view as PAC that changing of names of board members and hoping the situation will change itself might be a wishful thinking on our part. 
But what we need is a policy change in the running and dealings of SAPC and its board. A public broadcaster must be the nation speaking to itself. Unlike what Laudi Muzoning has turned it, turning SABC into a house of paranoia. We must act swiftly to prevent this truth from decaying further. To stop this, to put the SABC into a path of glory and stop from being government mouthpiece. So for the SABC, so for all institutions of state that have shown weakness, distress and going concern challenges. There is need for sustained engagement with the SABC. The only stain, uh, Madam Speaker, of the entire process is the fact that the elephant in the room called Claude Mutswene was not called to appear before the committee. And we hear some members describing him in very colorful language. And yet he did not have the opportunity to come and put his side of the story. The UDM acknowledged the work done by the Aero Committee to fix the SABC, but it did object to the report on the basis that Mutsueneng was not given a hearing while he was implicated throughout the inquiry. UDM Chief Whip Ngabayom Zikwankwa says Mutsueneng's lawyer also raised similar concerns in a letter to the Aero Committee, but everything fell on deaf ears. Some have incorrectly argued that all our call seeks to glorify Mr. Mutsuneng. Nothing could be further from the truth. We make this call because we know, as you all do, that he too deserves to be treated fairly like everyone else. As lawmakers, we should not only treat fairly those whom we like, and we'll treat all those we don't like. Regrettably, what started out as a good process will now go down with the double stigma of bias and illegitimacy. For these reasons, the United Democratic Movement does not support this report. ANC MP Makosi Koza touched on the financial health of the SABC, saying it has shrunk by 40% in a short space of time. And Honorable Speaker, we wanted to say in supporting this report, we want to make sure that the SABC cash flows are returned back to their normalcy. As Honorable Swart has already said, we are extremely concerned about the cash reserves of the SAPC. They've been shrinking in an alarming, alarming pace. I mean, within four months, the SAPC has almost lost more than 40% of its reserves. And we don't think this is a, a, a healthy financial situation. The report was ultimately approved by the House with only the UDM's objection. ANC Chief Whip Jackson Mtembu formally called for its adoption after the report was debated. I now recognize the Chief Whip of the Majority Party. Honorable Chair, we move that the report be adopted by this House. Thank you very much. The motion is that the report be adopted. Are there any objections? No objections. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, Corn. okay, sorry. Corner Mama. Aye, UDM, please. Thank you very much. The objection of the UDM is noted. Can I ask the Secretary? The report is therefore adopted. Now that the board has been dissolved officially, this has paved way for the process to appoint the interim board.